Welcome to a very solemn hook and ladder podcast. No, <laughs> hook and ladder podcast, NCAA tournament, college basketball picks, Justin Santoup, Colin O'Donnell. Um, we have a bracket. It's March. This is part one of our two-part NCAA tournament preview. Today, we will talk through the bracket itself. Um, we'll talk about uh, angles, potential Cinderella's, possible upsets round one, who we like to go all the way. Um, and then in a couple days, we will go through the entire betting slate for Thursday and Friday. That pot will be out Wednesday night. So this one's coming out Monday night. Tonight, you'll see it Tuesday of all day, Tuesday, Wednesday to listen to the full bracket breakdown. And then Wednesday night, we'll talk through all the games Thursday and Friday. That is all the housekeeping. Colin, hello. How are you? What's up? I'm doing well. I know I'm uh, doing better than my co-host here. Um, neither of my teams were in the tournament or close to being in the tournament. And uh, we are dealing with one of the biggest snubs out here. Uh, Justin Santoup is coming to you from an undisclosed location right now. He's off the grid. <laughs> He's not been seen or talked to. This is an exclusive interview. One of the first people to hear his thoughts on the whole situation and we're going to let you guys in on it. So, Justin, how are you doing? Uh, I'm not good, man. So I'll tell you right now, Colin, I felt everything that had to go Rutgers way Saturday in terms of bid stealers and all that shit, like went Rutgers way. And I woke up Sunday morning. Maybe maybe this is my own fault. And I played golf Sunday with a couple of my friends from Rutgers. We weren't worried about getting in. We were worried about not going to Dayton again. And so... I, I did not expect that to be the case. I thought there were teams that, I mean, if you looked at, at bracket matrix, like all the bracketologists, like it was, it wasn't, was Rutgers going to be in? It was, was Rutgers going to be in Dayton? And like, I thought Rutgers had, had the wins, um, whatever, but. Like the, there was, there was 95% on bracket matrix had Rutgers in the field. Um, I think NJ.com released a story early on Sunday that said Rutgers biggest issue is not whether or not they are in the field, but whether or not they're in Dayton, as you just said. Yep. And I think, as, as you mentioned, everything went your way Saturday, everything went your way Sunday. There was no bid stealers, not a single conference had a bid stealer. FIU won, um, Memphis slash Houston won, um, Big East won. Ohio State lost in the Big Ten. Vanderbilt lost. Vanderbilt lost. There was not a sing- San Diego State won the Mountain West. Yep. Um, even if it wasn't really the case, like VCU beating Dayton was VCU probably wasn't really in. Um, but but that's a uh, like twenty six and seven. There was a potential that they could get chucked in there. Charleston won the CAA, everything went the way of a team sitting on the bubble. And then it was, it was yanked from underneath you. So uh, I want to just walk me through. Sure. I'll I'll walk you through the entire. Yeah. Selection, selection starts, like walk me through. Yeah. A lot of nerves, nerves leading up to the selection. Like it really, I mean, uh, my, my parents, we're not with me. I was with Sarah. So we were at separate locations. Um, 
and I was just nervous. And I, 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 I felt pretty strongly that Rutgers had a better resume than, than NC state than Pitt. I thought it was comparable to Providence and USC and maybe Utah state. I thought Rutgers had a better resume than Arizona state. Like I definitely Nevada, like, like just teams when Nevada bowed out of the mountain West tournament, I think Wednesday night or Thursday night, whatever it was, I was like, that team is done. They're done. So I, there was just, there was, I was not really worried. And I, I thought, I really thought the big question was going to be is Rutgers or Utah state going to, to Dayton? Like, are they going to take Utah state's metrics or are they going to take Rutgers wins? Cause both have bad losses. I would say four quad three losses is equal to two quad four losses. Like both have, have the losses. Anyway, that that was where my mindset was. I thought Rutgers was definitely in over NC State. NC State is one quad one win. I texted you. What was it after NC State got blown out by Clemson? They've got the same resume as North Carolina, like same same exact resume. Yeah. Um. So anyway, NC State gets in as the first eleven, and they're not going to Dayton. And my first thought is, ten. Oh no! It was uh oh, we're fucked. Like that's where my mind. I was like, uh oh, we are fucked. Um, like we're definitely not getting a buy. Now all of a sudden my mind went from like I really don't want to go to Dayton again to holy shit, I hope we're in the field. And um it just team by team and like you start getting sweatier and 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 then Greg Gumble said something about Texas AM. They're gonna play from the Big Ten conference, Penn State, which yeah. was I think a, a bit of a gut punch. And then, you know, I I, I held on until Providence. Cause that was the last team that like really, cause you knew Michigan state was going to be the seven and Rutgers was going to play Michigan state as the 10, seven, 10 in the, in the East. Yep. So once it was Kentucky as a six in the East and I'm like, I'm like, man, like this would be maybe please, please somehow. And then, um, and then it was Providence. And I just, you know, it, you felt it coming really once NC state was announced, was the first like bubble seat got in. Like I, I, I kind of had a feeling we were fucked. Like that's where, like I was like, uh oh, we're in trouble. Um, yeah. So for me, I could see NC State. I thought like when Mississippi State and Pitt were both announced, because I thought I I didn't think both of those teams would be in the field. And then when they when they threw out Arizona State and Nevada, I had both of those teams out. Like I I mean I not a bracket. I don't make a bracket. I don't have a O'Donnell ecology or whatever. But um, I, when I saw those teams, I was like, "That's a uh, that's interesting." And it was funny because, like, obviously, we, you know, you you were dealing with the nerves, so we were we were staying off of your case. But that day, prop it started to like leak out that a lot of people were saying Providence didn't really have a great resume. Yeah, and that was really the first I heard of it. So I was started sending all of that to all my Providence friends, and they're slowly getting like more and more nervous as the last. The East is the final one, and there's no Rutgers and no Providence. I was like, uh oh, they popped Providence in at the eleven. I was, I, I wasn't surprised by Providence making it, uh, but like Arizona State, Nevada's the big one. Like Nevada yeah. really sticks out to me, and I, I mean to be honest, like Providence doesn't really have a great resume. It's the ones that stick out to me are Nevada, Pitt, and NC State, and not Arizona State. No, Arizona. You know what? I give Arizona State credit because they. They have wins. They went to Arizona and won. 
You know, they've got one bad loss, but they're eight and ten quad one, quad two. Like their their resume is really not that bad. They, they don't feel like Arizona State just doesn't feel like a good. No, team. I agree, and that's why I'll be picking Nevada. I'll be betting on Nevada. I'm I'm fairly confident, but um, I I uh, no, I they I actually thought Arizona State's resume held up better. I mean, they had four quad one wins. They went to Arizona and won. That's a that's as good a win as anybody had on the bubble. I mean, Rutgers at Purdue and Arizona State at, at Arizona are two of the best wins of any of the bubble teams. Like NC State's best win, Colin is Duke at home before Duke like turned into Duke. Like it, it, it just really, whatever. And Providence, Providence hasn't done anything the last month of the year. Like they've, they're meh. Um, but I get it. Like they, I feel like Providence, like 21 and 11, they played better. A, I don't know what their non-con schedule Bad. looks like. Not they, good. I mean, they played Miami, TCU. Rutgers played Miami. Yeah, that's true. Um, Marquette win, so, UConn so win. The thing that I don't like about the non-conference strength of schedule is it's not really fair. And here's the example I'll give. Oklahoma State played a really hard non-conference schedule. They also played a really hard conference schedule. And they finished 18 and 15. They didn't get in the field. So I don't think it matters. Because NC State played a terrible non-conference schedule. A terrible one. They just won all of them at home. They only had one quad one win and they got in without having to go to Dayton. So I, so, I, I, I think mean, Oklahoma state third non-con wasn't great. It was like a top, top 10 schedule in the country. Really? Southern <laughs> Illinois, UCF. I mean, the these, are all, these are all top 100 teams. Southern Illinois. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't look impressive to the to the naked eye. But I, what I think was taken into account a lot was was down the stretch, because I think I think they really took into account. Uh, uh, you said it. They said Milwaukee Mag's injuries will kept yeah, them out. Milwaukee Mag, because after that, Rutgers didn't look like the same team. Just nonsense. And Oklahoma State lost a lot down the stretch. Like they collapsed down the stretch. All nonsense, man. It's all not so the Moa, it's just it, so so what's funny, right? Is like Rutgers actually had from the time that Moat Mag got hurt until selection Sunday, Rutgers had the same Ken Palm, roughly the same range as NC State, Providence, like Nevada, Arizona. They all faltered down the stretch. So like yeah. that's that's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. I believe the committee picks who they want in the tournament, and then they pick – no, I'm serious. Then they pick the stats that they want to support it. Nobody on the bubble had the wins that Rutgers had. Even Rutgers even got some of those wins without Mag. They beat Michigan State on a neutral site. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what's really fucked is the Michigan State game did not count as a neutral site game. The Ohio State game was a loss. And then the mag injury. Um, yeah, no, it's all it's all make believe. It's all make believe is how I feel. Like I, really, I, I, I mean, I don't know about that. I think it's injury, non-con, and um, look for reasons to keep teams in and yeah. reasons to keep teams out. It's not consistent. Now, it's never going to be consistent if it's a committee. Like I'm. So here, here's the we. Here's what I really think, Colin. I think Rutgers got a special case last year, right? Rutgers had a terrible net. They had a real. They had some really bad losses. They also had some really great wins. And Rutgers was thrown a bone by the committee. To make the tournament last year, they went to Dayton and they lost. 
I think Rutgers having similar red flags this year, albeit different, but also other red flags and not, I think Rutgers got passed up because of that. I really do. Um, and I feel bad for our players and our guys because it, it, I, I think it's arbitrary. I think the quad system is arbitrary and I understand it helped Rutgers last year, but like the quad system is arbitrary. But it, that, really, like that, that, like that's like the Mountain West. I mean, the cut random, the random numbers that are cut off. What makes the 30th best team better than the 31st best team? And what I was talking about last year when Notre Dame was on the bubble. It's it's all it's hard, it's hard to do, but it is. It's at a certain point, there's 68 teams in the tournament, and it's yeah, it sucks if, to not miss it to miss it or not make it and be on the edge of the bubble. But it is like you can you can get in. Yeah. So here's so my my biggest my biggest gripe with it and like I like I get it and this is not a this is a different art. Like Rutgers should not have if they don't blow that 10 point lead in the final minute against Minnesota, they're in. Like I get it. Like if you don't lose at home to Nebraska, you're in. If you don't lose at home to Seton Hall, you're in. Like I get it. Like Rutgers could have done should have could could have and should have done enough to not be in this position. There was a time after they beat Michigan State at the Garden where they were looked at as a team that could potentially become a top four seed and not yeah. be. They they. So this is not a a a a woe is me like like trying to look for all of like Rutgers did not do itself any favors. Yes, that is a completely separate argument from the fact that I believe and I think ninety five percent of people out there also believe that Rutgers' resume was strong enough to be in the field. And I think, Colin, if you just put that aside and you took Rutgers and matched them up against every other team on the bubble, especially those four teams in the first four, I think you would argue that Rutgers is the better team than all of them. So that is my biggest issue. I mean, I think the metrics would argue that. No. But it, it, you've got, you can't... Why is Ken Palm team to, to be left out? Yeah. Whatever. You, you, can't, you can't go by the metrics, but yeah. No, but the metrics should be a part of it. And Utah State, the only reason Utah State is in is because of metrics. Well, that, that what's what what annoys me the most about the quad is that it really like how how teams schedule and perform in the first weeks of the year when they're not, especially with all these one and dones, when they're not at a their level is really factored in to how good a conference is and how good wins are. And because the Mountain West had a really good start to the year, now all these teams get all these quad – like how many opportunities did Utah State have in quad one? Like six, seven? They went two and five quad one. Yeah. That, that's insane. There's not there's not that many quad one teams in the Mountain West. There's, 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 there's simply not. And uh, it – like you can't tell me when you match up the Mountain West, which was ahead of a, the ACC in Kenpon, you can't tell me the top of the Mountain West is better than the top of the ACC. Yeah. Yeah. But a metric looks at that and it says yes, because this is out of fact. And I get it because it is like fair to an extent. Like it makes it that everybody gets a chance. But it, it's there's definitely some definitely something's wrong with it. There's a lot wrong with it. There's a lot wrong with the whole the whole thing. The, the, it's the quad system that that bothers me. 
I, it's arbitrary numbers. Like they're they're made up numbers. It's made it's make believe. Like it's all make believe. Like I like Seton Hall at home is a quad three loss. But like if they had won their last game, if they had not blown it to DePaul, then that's a quad two loss. Like just look at the teams that you played. Like losing well, I mean that's what so, matters. Look at who you actually beat and who you lost to. Forget the quads. Look at who you actually did what the name of the team was, who you actually went and beat, and who you lost to. That's all that matters. That's how I feel. What teams that are in the NCAA tournament? Putting Utah State at home in the same level, or or putting there are all types of examples. Like like you you can't you can't say like a Seton Hall team at home is the same level as like George Washington. Yeah, or Wyoming. Yeah, or San Jose State. Like, come on. Come on. It's ridiculous. I can't believe Nevada got into this fucking tournament. That's the one that's... They're all... I mean, a lot of them piss me off. NC State pisses me I mean, NC State looked the part, I think, most of the season. I think their... NC State, it like... Resume pissed me off because it's not a good... I understand their resume, but that that's when you're... You're also going off of the... The dumb, like, the quads and stuff. No, you're right. But then... you could, Yeah, no, no. Like, that's... NC State... They played pretty well. They they had talent and they won a lot of games in the ACC. One of Rutgers in the tournament and they found a reason to keep him out. That's what happened. Plain and simple. It's fine. It is what it is. I'm good to move on from it. I I've 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 grieved. I'm good. I I mean, like I'm still I'm I'm excited for the tournament. The NCAA tournament will be fun. Like hopefully Rutgers does some damage in the NIT. Like, you know, if they go, if they get all the way to the semis, I'm going to go to Vegas. Like, I feel pretty confident in that. Like, why not? Um, but I don't know. It was pretty painful. <laughs> like, I, 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 I could imagine. I remember yeah. when Notre Dame was the last team out or the first team out because Davidson won the 810 moments before and knocked him out. And, I mean, that wasn't even that painful because the entire time I never thought they were going to be in the tournament. But then they just pop them in and just say, first team out. And yeah. I was just like, wait, so Dayton lost or Davidson lost that game, we would have been in? That pissed me off. But, like, I wasn't expecting to be in. So that's I, I think that's even worse. Yeah. I, I think it's actually calling one of the all-time biggest snubs in NCAA tournament history. Like, I, I think it's really up there. Like, I mean, I – 95% of bracketologists had Rutgers in the field. They didn't want Rutgers in. And how we play without Mawat Mag is nonsense. We, we won at Penn State. We, we beat more NCAA tournament teams without Mawat Mag than a, a lot of the teams did down the stretch anyway. Just saying. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's arbitrary numbers. It's make-believe. None of it fucking matters. All right. All right. I think that's a, that's a, that's a good rant. Got it out off the chest. Let's uh let, let's get into this tournament. Yeah. Let's do it. Um All right, let's go region by region. Um South region. All right. Any any other like broad thoughts on this overall? 
Yeah, the committee's full of crooks, and it's bullshit. That's my that's my thought. I I think meeting that's wise, nonsense. Meeting wise, um, like generally speaking, or just in that that yeah, first, like generally, like overseated, underseated, maybe just like a, a quick note. I'm happy they moved Marquette to the two line. Um, I thought the resume deserved it. They also beat Baylor by a billion. Uh, I think Texas A and M's a little underseated. I agree. UConn's underseated. Um, um, I don't really have any like potent any like major gripes with it. Like, uh, um, do you? I think Texas A and M's a little underseated. Yep, I agree with that. I think Penn State's a little underseated. But I mean, that's also just a late conference tournament run that really got them even into the field. So that's hard to um, argue against. I think, and, uh, I think Iowa State might be a little overseeded. I don't know if they're good enough to be on the six line, especially if you look at some of the seven seeds. Like, and also, yeah, I, I agree. But I, I actually heard somebody today argue that Iowa State is overseed or underseed like they should be on five line which is crazy also the west is by far the strongest region um yeah i don't know if i agree with that really i think the east is by far the weakest i agree with that <laughs> the east is a, is dog shit especially I, I i agree with the east putting marquette in the bottom of the east right, we'll, we'll, we'll get it we'll get into this the bottom of the East region is a fucking cesspool of shit. All right, let's get it. Let's get. Let's get it. Montana State could could emerge from that crap. Yes. Okay. I don't know about that. I let me let me tell you. I've been I've been snake bitten by Big Sky teams in the past, and uh, despite despite them having all those wins and you 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 talk yourself into their athleticism, you turn it on with your big fourteen over three upset pick, and you see them get run out of the gym. It's it's never fun. We'll see what happens this year. Yeah. Well, um, maybe because I don't pick them this year. I don't. I don't know if I have any other other major takeaways. I. I think the. I. I think the. Um, I think the South region's the strongest, to be honest. But that's just. Yeah, yeah I guess you are. You're a Baylor believer. Yeah, I'm a Baylor and a Creighton believer and a San Diego State believer. Like these are teams I believe in. Um okay. Let's start with the South region. What are you looking at in this region? What what popped out? You look at the bracket, you look at Alabama, the number one overall seed, Arizona, the number two here. What's what's popping? Um so I think. San Diego State Charleston is a pretty brutal matchup for Charleston. Yeah. And it's kind of sucks to put like such a great mid major against another mid major. Uh, I agree. I think this is the second strongest region. Okay. It, it's it's difficult to figure out who actually um, can beat Alabama just because Alabama's unreal and have, has been unreal. 
I, I like Arizona a fair bit, and I don't mind the second round matchups there. Like I, I don't, I don't really see Alabama or Arizona going down in an eight nine seven ten here, which in a lot of the other regions I can see. Okay, one of the two going down there. Okay, but I think the three six and the four five matchups have the potential to be really good. San Diego State Virginia is going to be would if both teams make it, which honestly Furman's not a. Uh, Neither is Charleston. They're both and point um, dogs like yeah, Creighton Creighton Baylor. Yeah, is I mean, a uh, is a is a really good game. I'm like, not I'm not really sold on Baylor, which is I think why I have this lower. I I just don't think that teams, even though they have the guards, they just don't they don't guard. No, you're right. Um, and that's my biggest thing about Baylor because so I, I have made up my mind I'm not taking Alabama to, to, to go to the Final Four. I'm just not going to do it. It goes against my principles. So I'm just – they won't come out of this region So for me. Um, and I actually think there are, there are a lot of places where they can lose. I think they could lose to West Virginia in the first in, – in, in, Well, well, well so are you sure West Virginia? Because this is an 8-9 game – which I think everybody is all over West Virginia here. And the line's not sh- short. The line's pretty short. And I, I'm I'm with – the my gut is West Virginia's the better team, and they beat Maryland, and Maryland can't win on the road. But this is a pretty interesting um, – what would you – how would you call that? Like a uh, a wedge – a wedge you can drive in the bracket. If you take Maryland here in a in a short spread, you can gain a lot of points because a lot of people love West Virginia. So, are you sure about that? Because like I, it feels pretty split to me. Like I looked at the people's bracket on tournament challenge. Maybe this this changes, but it's fifty fifty. Maryland West. I on Twitter and everything. I've just been seeing. Um, it the could last- be in the more informed. Areas. So I don't know if West Virginia can beat Maryland, right? I mean, obviously it's an eight nine game. Should be a really good game. I mean, these these schools are what like uh, three two hours from each other, three hours from each other. Like they're they're pretty close. Um, I'm not good with geography. You're you're more of the expert there. Yes, they're close. They're close. Um, like I feel like I had to drive through Maryland to get to West Virginia, not through college. That, that, yeah, that's right. They're right next to each other. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. Um, so I, I like the match. I think it's a fun matchup. I, I think West Virginia is like the type of team that can give Alabama trouble. If, if it gets to that point, like I think West Virginia's physicality, like they can, they can match up with Alabama that way. Um, so, I mean, and I think San Diego state can slow the game down. Like, I think there are a lot of landmines there for, for Alabama. I don't think they've got like a smooth path. I mean, Virginia could, I mean, obviously Virginia could slow it down and, and make yeah. it like that's, I think there are a lot of situations where Alabama could be in trouble, and I think Baylor or Arizona. But why? What? But why? What aren't you sold about on this Bama team? Well, I, it's not that I'm not sold. It's that you know they are the most popular pick to win the national. Yeah, that's that's fair. But like, is there any? Is there anything popping out besides the? Yeah, I don't. I I think the lack of experience is a thing. Like they don't play a lot of guys that have been there. Like that's number one. They are heavily reliant on the three point shot. And if you go cold, we have seen the struggle. I mean, 
this is not a perfect basketball team. They lost by 30 at Oklahoma. Um, they needed like heroics from a from their lottery pick, all-star, all-American, everything wing to beat South Carolina on the road. And South Carolina is terrible. Um, we've seen them need kind of miracle late game rally comebacks to beat Auburn and Arkansas. And they lost to Texas A&M. We saw UConn punk them earlier in the year. Like Memphis almost beat them. Yep. Gonzaga destroyed. So I, 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 this is not a, like, I think a lot of years you go in and there's like a a shoot, like a no doubt number one team. And I think everybody's looking to Alabama as that no doubt number one team this year. And I think there are a lot of reasons to not feel that way. Um, Mainly youth and reliance on the three point shot. So I think they're vulnerable. That's me. And I think that, I think there are a lot of landmines. See, for me, I, I, I think I think they're pretty safe until the Elite Eight. You don't think San Diego State or Virginia could beat them? Maybe it, it could be the the uh, the Mississippi State game is imprinted in my head right now, where a team that could score just got blown out. But I think both of those teams can score. I mean, they can, but they're, they're, I mean, Virginia kind of can. I mean, Virginia, I don't, let me, let me pull up the numbers. Virginia is a top 100 offense, San, okay. 75 offense, I should say. San Diego State is a top 50 offense. Like, Mississippi State is a terrible offense. Yeah, that's true. Mississippi State is, is, a brutal, is brutal to watch, but, Virginia, Virginia, it's hard for me to trust if Virginia gets there. I agree with that. I think it's hard to trust any of these teams. That's why it's the NCAA tournament. But if if they do, like Virginia, to me, like, you know who Virginia is actually kind of similar to? Oklahoma. Like, slow it down, shoot a lot of threes, like, well-coached, try to be disciplined. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sold on Virginia. Virginia. Both of these teams could be upset round one, right? Virginia, Furman is a not a good matchup for Virginia. No, Fur- I think Furman's a really bad. And I, I'm, you know what Furman reminds me a lot of? Richmond from yeah. last year. Uh, There's a team that's been talented. They ran into the wall in winning their tournament for like three straight years. I think they come in here and I think they play loose. And I, I, I don't, because I don't, they're over the hump. Yep, and now they're just playing fearless, and I think they they're like let's let's go win some games. I would not be surprised. I think Furman over UVA is a pretty good look. I I'm San Diego State. I think has been the class of the Mountain West the entire year, and to take Charleston over them, to, even with that spread, I, I I I think that might be a popular pick that is going to go down the wayside. Yeah, I agree. I think Charleston's a, especially with their record. I mean, there's a lot of love for Charleston as a 12. Um, and I'm with you. I think San, I think San Diego State might be the the best of all the five seeds too. Like, I think they're, I think yes. they're, they're experienced. They defend. They've got guys that can score. They're well coached. They've been there before. They're deep. I really like San Diego State. I also really like Virginia. Like, I've liked Virginia all year, but they're battling injuries at the wrong time. Like, they, they, you know, and. 
I think they're a little, I'm they're a little vulnerable. Like I'm, I'm not going to lie. And I, I, I think there's a good chance I take Furman in this one. I mean, to your point, exactly. Like Furman really experienced. They got over that hump. They've got great shooting, great perimeter shooting. Yeah. How do you beat the pack line? Yep. They share the ball. Like, you know, really well coached. And um, I think Furman is a total upset special. Um, I, game we haven't really touched on. What about Utah State, Missouri? What do you think there? I don't know what to think. Utah State is favored. Yeah. Which is which is kind of wild. Um, if you look in the people's bracket, it's 60-40 Missouri. Yep. Let me get a look at the Ken Palm on this. Because I mean, Utah State's going to be significantly in Palm Bar, maybe by three or four, I'm sure. Because Missouri's met, Missouri is in is anti-metrics and Utah State is yeah. pro-metrics. Pro-metrics. So Missouri doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, they force a million turnovers. turnovers. Utah State is not, not careless. They're not completely careless, but they also can't punish them on the uh, – Offensive glass. So I don't know if that's going to be the. I actually don't know if I agree with that. Like, I understand they might not be the best rebounding team, but like they're big. They are big. They're like Utah State. Like they're they're going to start six nine six nine seven two. Like they're big. They're just perimeter oriented, and Missouri will let you shoot them up from three. So you think they're going to get a lot of second chance long rebounds? Yeah, long rebound, second. I think I also think Utah State can shoot the lights out if they protect the basketball. They're just they're to your point. They're not. They are not overly careful with the basketball, and I'm worried about the turnovers leading to long runouts for Missouri. But I, I, Utah State's a more um, experienced team. The nucleus has been together longer, I should say. And I, I mean, we we'll talk about this more on the betting show Wednesday night. But I think they're favored for a reason. Right, I mean that they're laying points for a reason. Anytime a low the 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 seed, the the lower seed, right or higher, whatever you want to call it, the ten seed is laying points against the seven seed. That's an automatic like, oh, what's going on here? You know, at least to yeah. me. I mean, fair, but you gotta you gotta be careful with some of these teams. The metrics. Oh, you're right. Problems, problems last year. Missouri's kind of been anti-metric all year. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I When I watch Missouri, it nothing is special about that team. And I, so I, I, have, I have to look at it more, but it, it's not – right now in my bracket at Utah State in the preliminary. Mm-hmm. And it's – I don't think it's bad because you get the favorite team with less people picking them. And in my opinion, at least, I don't think it's a massive threat to beat Arizona. Either team's a massive threat to beat Arizona in the second round. So I think you can feel all right picking an upset there. Yep. I agree. Um, All right. Let's kind of put a bow on the South Regional. I mean, there's still a lot to talk about. We didn't talk about Creighton and NC State. I know. I, mean, I don't think UCSB beats Baylor, so I think that 
that we can kind of mark. Well, what do you think about um? I feel like I feel like NC State's gonna be a. I don't know. Actually. I think that's a problem. I think that's a. I think that's a a little feisty team for Creighton to get. And that's... I say that with a Creighton future. Yeah. Because I... NC State has guards. Yep. And guards perform in March. I mean, NC State can score. I mean, yeah. And they've got a they've got a great big man who can yeah, score. DJ Burns yeah. is a great big man, and it's not like Cockburner's gonna just he's a, he's more of a defensive big man. Yeah, Cockburner's good. I mean, he's a he's a shot blocker, but he's kind of like thin. thin. Like, like Burns is gonna Burns is Burns is thick. Burns is a big boy. Burns is a big boy. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to make of this Creighton NC State game. I, I think NC State might come in with a chip on their shoulder. I think a lot of people are talking about them. I don't know, somehow avoiding Dayton. I, that's a tough one, and I could see myself taking NC State. Um. My problem is I want to take Creighton to beat Baylor in the next round, and I mean NC. I think NC State could beat Baylor too. Like I think the winner yeah. of this could easily beat Baylor. Okay. I also think I I as someone who, I don't think it's going to be Alabama Arizona in the. OB8. I mean, in in my preliminary bracket, I have Baylor literally going to the Final Four, and I know that's like not going to happen. So I'm trying to figure out how the hell that's not going to happen because it's not going to happen. Baylor doesn't guard. They don't defend. Yeah, no, Baylor, Baylor doesn't. It, it's the same as the old Scotter teams. Yeah. Like they don't they don't defend. And it's like if you're not gonna get stops, like I, I don't see you winning. But then like is Creighton all that good defensively? Like maybe like I think based on Ken Palm, like they, they're supposed to be, but every time I've watched them, I've been like, eh. You know? Like they're so, so you know, I can't get out of my head is the last is watching them against Kansas and watching them in the Big East tournament last year and how good that team was. And that every time I watch them this year, I just think about that team. Like this should be, this team should be that team, but it's, it's not exactly. But right now I have Creighton in my elite eight. Yeah. Which is worrying because <clears throat> I think NC State's a really tough matchup. Yeah. Um, who do you have in the final four? Is it Alabama? I have Alabama currently. Okay. I mean, I currently I currently have Baylor, but like I, I could see Baylor, I could see San Diego State, I could see Alabama, obviously, I could see Arizona, I could see Creighton. Like I could see like the six the six seeds in this region. And the West region, I love. And the six seeds in the Midwest and the East, I hate. You know? And it just it drives me crazy because I actually like the three seeds in the South and the West also, and I hate the three seeds. It's like, if you could swap the six threes. Yes, yes. I, I agree with that. Like, if I could have Gonzaga playing Iowa State. If I could and, have if I had Creighton in the East. Yeah, I know. I'm or, with you. Or TCU. You could just put the Creighton NC State matchup, swap that with Kentucky Providence. I'm happy. See, I, I'm not afraid of Baylor. That's why I have Creighton right now. Yeah. I think Baylor's a team I'm looking to fade in this matchup. And I'm in I have Alabama in my final four right now. But that is subject to change. As Noah mentioned, they are everybody's pick. Yeah. 
and you can definitely gain some ground. You can also lose some ground, though. Yeah. Well, got a couple days to figure it out. Uh, I think we touched on on this this region quite a bit. Um, I mean, clearly Furman and Furman's a team that we both like as a potential upset. NC State is dangerous. Utah State also there. College of Charleston, we we get why, but um, I don't know. I think Furman, NC State is your best bet for an upset pick here. Yeah, I agree. But I I would probably only take one of them. Um. All right. Moving on. Staying on the left side of the bracket, let's drop down to the East Region. Purdue is the number one seed. Marquette is the number two seed. Kansas State is the number three seed. It's like they combined the worst one. How is Kai Ziegler the four seed? They combined. Well, hang on, hang on. I don't, I don't appreciate yeah, much. I know, I know you're a Tennessee believer, but come on, man. Well, hey, hey, I mean, they basically sat here in this bracket and and they combined the worst one, the worst two. And the worst three. Like that's what they did, which is so wrong. All because, and maybe the worst four, all because they want Duke at the garden. That's how the TAA acts. It's all arbitrary. It's all a conspiracy. That's what it is. This is obvious. You want to talk about Rutgers being snubbed? It's not even about that. They do what they want to do, and they apologize for it later. Or don't apologize at all. You think this isn't on purpose? I don't know. It's too obvious that they make Duke a four and go to Greensboro. So they do it this way instead. You think I'm fucking around? Look at the bracket. Look at the East Region. The East Region is shit, man. I I completely agree with you. Right now, I have... In my preliminary bracket, I have no seed below a five in my elite eight. Okay. Okay. No seed. So what do you have? Memphis and Providence? Memphis, Providence, and then what where else? Where else am I? You said Elite Eight, Memphis, Providence. So are you saying Sweet Sixteen? Oh yeah, three sixteen. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Um, no seed below a five. Below yeah. a five is that we said. Yeah. So fives and above. Yes. Okay. Memphis, Duke, Providence, and uh, Michigan State. Yeah. Ding ding ding. I have Purdue coming out of the region. Fucking big ten apologist, man. No, it's not. So here's here's my reasoning for it, right? Because like I came in and I want to hear about you, all your nonsense too, because I, I you know I love this shit. But I came in thinking Purdue is so vulnerable, right? They got freshman guards, they can't handle the press. I mean, we went to Mackey, we beat them, like Indiana swept them, like Purdue. What are they really all that special? Well, I think Matt Painter's awesome. I think he is an incredible. No, he's not. No, he is not. Okay, that's fine. You can say that. Purdue has the profile of teams that tend to go far in the NCAA tournament. They're top 10 on offense. They're top 30 on defense. That's what they are. They've got the most dominant player in college basketball. They're deep. They can beat you in a lot of different ways. They've got shot making. They don't really have a good true point guard, but that's okay. That's um, I, This region sucks, but 
This is this is my logic. It's in it's the worst region. Nobody likes anybody here. I think Duke's gonna be popular. Why not give Purdue a, a shot? Um, so right now I have Purdue. And to be honest, I'm either Purdue or Tennessee, knowing me. Like I, I I've gone back and forth. Tennessee not having Zakai Ziegler is, is like the that's 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 my my cookie. Obviously, if they had Zakai Ziegler, I'm taking Tennessee to win the entire damn thing. But not doing that here. Yeah, uh, I think Tennessee is not a like Duke's favorite in the people's bracket over Tennessee. Yep. Uh, Duke has a really tough first round matchup. They do, which is scary, considering I have Duke in my final four. Okay. Um. Because I think Oral Bob, you know they 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 can score. They can. They can score, and Duke can defend, but they could get a cold for a little bit, which is scary. And this team is lighting you up from three. Look, I don't like Memphis at all, or not Memphis. I don't like Purdue at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I I think Edie is a player that can get doubled, and yeah, he's been good at passing out, but. I don't trust their guards. They can't handle the press. Matt Painter has failed again and again in the tournament. Uh, I like Memphis a lot. And Memphis has been kind of my, my pet team. But FAU is a, uh, is, is, a, is a rough matchup in the nine game. And I think everybody's picking Memphis. Which is not, not great. You know, you want to get like some... If you're going to pick Memphis to beat Purdue, you'd hope to be yeah. one of only a couple people that are doing that. And that is at that is the highest percentage. So if we look at the eight nines, 83-17 Memphis, 90-10 Kansas-Arkansas, 91-9 Houston-Auburn, and 95-5 Alabama-Maryland. Yeah. You are not getting much. Um, I mean, you're getting good value, but you're not getting as much. Um, I'm you'd almost get more value if you just took Florida Atlantic over Memphis, yeah, 70 30, which I'll be doing. I, I can promise you that Florida Atlantic's really good. Like, I know a lot, nobody really knows about them. They're Florida Atlantic, they've got great guards, they got a really good big man, they shoot the ball, they're well coached, they defend, they're experienced. Like, I, I like Florida Atlantic a lot, and Florida Atlantic, I don't know. They just they just blew out UAB, and I think UAB is pretty similar to Memphis. A lot of athletes roll them out, go play ball. Demarde away. Yeah, not a good coach. Memphis. Memphis, I feel like is is better coached this year, or at least they listen. They're just more experienced this year. I guess that's all it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's most of coaching. Get older, they're easier to coach. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's definitely a different Memphis team though than people. Kind of know. No, you're right. a lot of people are thinking this team has all the talent in the world when it's more older mid-major point guards. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what they are. They're just they're they're a bunch of older up transfers. Yeah. Pretty much across the board with some four-star recruits kind of sprinkled in um, that have developed. Um. 
I think the winner of that game could get Purdue a lot of trouble, but I, I Purdue is is the is the number is a number one seed for a reason. They're the Big Ten champions, regular season and and tournament. They dominated in Portland earlier in the year against a bunch of NCAA tournament teams. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I feel pretty confident that like maybe if nothing else, taking Purdue to go to the final four gets me more leverage than any other one seed. So that's where I that's where I am from bracket perspective um we talked that go ahead that, that that's fair i i just like i i can't i i may switch the memphis pick and take purdue there um but i i i don't see myself taking purdue past the sweet 16 um duke or roberts we talked a little bit about like a little more on Oral Roberts, like they're they're really good. I don't think anybody's talking about Louisiana. Hey, they're, they're they're interesting. They they got a big man, the five star. Um, right, he was at um, was he at Texas? Who? Uh, I don't. Oh 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 yes 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 yes. Um, Jordan Brown. He was at Texas. He wasn't at Texas. Jordan Brown was at Arizona. Yes, yes, Arizona. Another school known for the big men. Five star. Didn't really develop. Now at Louisiana, and like he's a big body that can score. Yep. And and Tenet and, and Louisiana. I think is a good team to get if, if you're going to want to pull an upset against Tennessee, right? Who can't score. You want more of a Louisiana Sunbelt team than you want a finesse arch madness team because in the Sunbelt, they can recruit, they, they recruit some athletes down there and it, and it's less about, um, it's it's less about the um, shooting the three, the the kickouts, and it's more about like we, we're rolling out like really good players. And in my opinion, the biggest problem with Tennessee is they've got a lot of athletes. So if you can't match them out, like if you put Tennessee against Vermont, which Kyle was making this case to me before, that's a really bad matchup for Vermont because Vermont cannot stay with them athletically, but Louisiana can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're good. It's not they. I think their 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 best guard is a transfer from St. John's too, Greg Williams. Well, what does St. John's recruit? Athletes. Yeah. No, they're very athletic, and I think, I mean, I think all the thirteen seeds are completely capable of upsetting the four seeds. Like I think it's a it's it's. Don't you don't think so? I don't think I can. I think Iona's. Iona could definitely upset UConn. I don't think they will either, but they definitely could. They're really good. They're really talented. Um, Duke, Tennessee. All right, now the shit show. This whole bottom quadrant could fuck right off. They could. It could go to the NIT for all I care. This is the worst quadrant. Well, I think. Rutgers has a ten here. They're they're in the elite eight. 
If you threw Rutgers in as, as an 11 there for Providence, I'm I'm buying my ticket to the Garden tonight. Like this, this portion, this bottom eighth of the region of the entire NCAA tournament, bottom left, eight, six, one sixteenth, whatever it is, bottom, can't do math right now, it's late. It's terrible. It's terrible, right? Who are you taking? Who like where where is your head? What, so where's... so so I think Providence, Kentucky, I think you're getting it's a Bryce Cotton revenge game. I think Providence really showed something at the end of that UConn game when they got were getting absolutely blown out and came back and won that. And I think Ed Cooley is a great head coach. And like this team has an eleven team, even though metric wise and Resume wise, I see it, but this team doesn't feel like an 11 seed. Like they beat Creighton, they beat UConn, they beat Xavier, Marquette, Marquette. Actually, I don't know if they beat Xavier, but they beat the top teams in the Big East, and it does not feel like any of the other 11 seeds here. And I, I like the Kentucky. I think Kentucky's a little overvalued. I think this team, they got it together, but they still can't really score. And if they don't want to board, like that's what Providence loves to do. That, that like this is going to be a physical game. They're going to be banging it out all game. It's going to be a fucking battle. Yeah. And I, I like, I mean, what has what has Cal done in the tournament lately? Nothing. <laughs> I think this game. I think he loses this game, and I think this is when it starts to get. Serious in in Lexington. Um, I agree. I like Providence here too. I like their experience. Um, I could see my. I think I. I. I I'm pretty close to taking them all the way to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, I think I probably will actually. I have them in the Sweet Sixteen. The problem is, I get you get le- you guys get leverage, but I have too many fucking Providence fans in this group, so. They must be loving the draw. They must must love the draw. They must love the fact that they could potentially go to the garden, that it's Kentucky. I I was walking back. I had a basketball game today and was walking back with Jack. And he's he's like, if Providence is in the garden, I'm going to spend my last dollar on that. Well, everything he didn't lose during the season. (laughs) Certainly didn't help his case. (laughs) Um, I think Montana State can upset Kansas State, and I and I think it's a sneaky, it's a sneaky fourteen seed. If especially if I like Providence, right? If I'm like, what? If I don't think Kansas State's a Sweet Sixteen team, then there's really not a lot of harm in trying to call it. Like, go look at Ken Palm, Kyle. Go look at how they match up. Just take a look. No. Okay, Montana State. Montana. Montana State, second straight NCAA tournament appearance, right? They went last year. They're back this year. Kansas State's one of the best teams in the country at defending the three. Montana State doesn't really shoot a lot of threes. What Montana State does really well is they get to the foul line. Kansas State fouls a ton. Montana State's also one of the best free throw shooting teams in the country, 78% this year as a team. Pretty pretty freaking good. They also don't turn the ball over. They force turnovers. Kansas State, careless with the basketball. I don't know. I looked at Montana. I looked at Montana State's roster. They're experienced. They're deep. I don't know if I'm going to pick it, 
But like, what you know what what raised my eyebrows to it? All the other three fourteen games, the spread is like 11, 12 points. Gonzaga Grand Canyon, it's like 15, 16. This one, it's eight, eight and a half. There's something stinky there. And I mean, I think Kansas State fans, after going through the whole rigmarole of the Big 12, I think they're looking at their their bracket. They're like, holy shit, we're going to the Final Four. Right? They're looking at this entire region. They're like, we're going to the Final Four. Little Apple to the Big Apple. Okay. All right, we'll see. I think Montana State gives them hell round one. I don't know if I'm taking them in my bracket, but I'm definitely betting them plus eight and a half. Um, I'll probably bet them with you, but look, you sound exactly how I sounded last year when my, when Montana State took on Texas Tech in the first round. I had all of those fucking reasons, and then they lost ninety seven to sixty two. Yeah, but I'm the back to back champion of the bracket. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it makes maybe it makes it you should listen when I say it. I don't know. I, I, the big sky worries me, and I like Jerome Tang a lot. But yeah. I, I've mentioned how Baylor has fallen off defensively. Well, Kansas State has turned the, the, the season around. I think Jerome Tang can coach. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't think he loses in the first round. Second round against Cooley, maybe, but. Like, uh, I, I like Jerome Payne a lot. On my radar. Um, what are we doing with Marquette? Vermont first round. See ya. No way. Stop. So, 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 this is the lowest 15 at 11 and a half. Yeah. Shaka Smart just extended all this energy winning. Big East. Big East. And the Big East is, even though they blew it out, Xavier in the last game. The Big East is a fucking battle to get through. That, that UConn game was not easy. The St. John's game before the UConn game was not easy. Vermont Vermont has been in the tournament. They've got one of the best coaches in the nation just sitting there up in Vermont. And this team is undervalued at a 15 seed because they started off so poorly and then just poured through the American East, covered like every spread. Did they really? Oh yeah, like 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 every spread in the American East um, tournament, I think they covered. Mm-hmm. I will I will actually check that for you. What, you. what are your thoughts on that? While I'm pulling this up, I mean, Mark Virgin Vermont is definitely a really really good 15 seed, and Marquette I think is overvalued for sure. Like I don't think I'm going to have the stones to take them as a 15. Will I bet them plus 11 and a half? Probably, but I don't know if I got the stones to take them. I don't know, man. I, I don't really like any of these teams. Right now, I think I've got Michigan State going to the Elite Eight, which is like – I don't I don't know. All right, here you go. Vermont. Last five games. Covered six and a half against um, UMass Lowell in the championship, 172-59. Yep. Covered 15 and a half against Binghamton, 179-57. Covered 18 against NJIT, 184-87. Covered 17.5 against Albany, 179-61. Covered 2.5 at Bryant, 170-66. They have, they, they, they have been covering machines as of late. Yeah, but they're playing the worst teams in all of the country. Bryant's not bad. I mean, 
they've played athletes, right? They played USC earlier in the year and they lost by two on the road. Um, but I don't know. But like, can... like, like Marquette doesn't like they got some athletes. That is Marquette is athletic. They're long, they're athletic, they shoot the ball well, they're good. I hate Marquette. But they can't like all right, all right, maybe they're athletic, but they can't like bully you. No, they're not going to try to destroy you inside, but they're which is, which is I think the biggest weakness for Vermont and like they've had really tough matchups in the past couple of years with Florida State and Arkansas, like really physical teams. They might have covered both of those games too. They did. Close, yeah. And this is the year they're gonna finally gonna win. And then Kyle's not gonna shut up for like. I'm not taking them. Are you? Are you picking them? Are you picking the 15 over two? I'm not right now, but it's especially because that second round matchup. Yeah, you like Michigan State. The problem is, is I feel like everybody likes Michigan State, and USC might be a good bet. USC's got a lot of talent, and even though, for whatever reason, um, the uh, three-man leave always shits on Andy Enfield, like he does get it done in the in the in the tournament. Florida Gulf Coast, he went on a run, went to the Elite Eight a couple years ago with uh, Mobley. Yep, won a game last year. Yeah, like right. Yeah, like he even though Izzo's like. The March Madness coach, he hasn't been as good recently. And USC, Enfield has done well in the tournament. He seems to be a, a pretty solid tournament coach. Yeah, I I, I think I'm going to take – I don't know. This whole, this whole pod, I can't stand. I might just go with everything I don't think. Maybe it's just Kentucky. Like maybe figures it out. Like maybe it's just Kentucky. I feel like everybody's picking Kentucky out of this group, though. I need to. I need to like rethink. I. I. Th- there are more eraser marks. I'm right now just writing in pencil on my little bracket. There are more erase marks on this portion than anywhere else on the in the tournament. If you gave me any other really three or six seed here, like I would be so much happier. And I don't think Providence is going to the Elite Eight. So, like, I can't, like – I don't think Michigan State's going to the Elite Eight. I don't think Michigan State's all that good. I think they're way too reliant. Notre Dame killed Michigan State. They're way too reliant on the three-point shot. Like, way too reliant. So is Marquette. Could be USC. It could be USC. Could be USC getting all the way through this, this fucking – USC could 100% do it. They've got – They've got like two. I was listening to an NBA draft and they were talking about um who are they who are they talking about? Uh Chuku? Vince Uchuku? Is that who they were talking about? Vince Iwachuku or no? Vince Iwachuku. Vince Iwachuku, their big one, their big man? Five star big man? Yeah, I think that's who they're talking about. I, I actually can't remember. I mean, um, I mean they've got like I mean I let me see who played against Arizona State. Um, I don't see him in the hurt. He was hurt. That's, that's the problem. Out. He was hurt. Let me see what his deal is. Um, I don't know. There's no. It doesn't seem like there's an update.
Let's see. If I had a back injury. Other than that, though, like they've uh, there's a lot to like about USC. Like they're they're physical. They got really good guards. Like people don't realize how good their guards are. Like Boogie and, 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 and the big man has been like the staple of Enfield's tenure at USC. Yeah, nobody's thinking about USC. Um, I got Purdue coming out of the region. I might need to do a little bit more of a deep dive on this one, though. Right now, it's Purdue for me. But it's Duke for you? It is Duke for me right now. Um, Duke over Michigan State? Duke over Michigan State, but we might be switching to USC. Yeah, yeah I am. Um, I'm Purdue over Michigan State. I mean, when in doubt, maybe you just take chalk also. Like, that's that's also not yeah, – like, I mean, it's not a bad – Yeah. Um, I don't think USC is deep enough. Anyway, all right, we we got we got to hurry up. We are <laughs> dragging along. We are dragging. Um, all right, on to the the upper right, Midwest, Houston, the number one, Texas, the number two, um, Xavier, the number three, uh, Indiana, the four, Miami, the five. What's standing out here? What do you like? I think this is also kind of weak region. Okay. Besides Houston. I and agree. Miami. Yeah, Texas is pretty good. Hmm. But for for me, like Houston, dealing with the injury, right? What's gonna happen? Miami, dealing with the injury, what's gonna happen? And those are like I think those are the two best teams in this region. I, I don't trust um Indiana, I I don't I'm not sold on Mike Woodson. And even though Jackson Davis is a really good player, like Kent State's a tough matchup. I'm not sold on Iowa State. Xavier doesn't guard. Texas's coach has is an intern. Like to me, this is a chalk region. I mean Auburn has potential here, right? They, they've got a um, pretty much home game against Iowa. And then uh, is the second game round of 32 in Auburn still too, right now, Alabama? Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's definitely something to monitor. But I think Auburn sucks. So that's not something I really want to pick. Iowa, maybe. I mean, Drake's really good, but I don't like the Miami matchup, but Though Mir's not going to play, then what do you do there? Mississippi State pit against Iowa State. I mean, what are you what are you looking at? Um, I think Houston is the best team in the country. I think they've got a pretty weak region here, um, for the most part. Uh, I like Houston, especially if Sasser's healthy. I, I I think Houston is by far the team to beat. Um, I like Drake over Miami. Drake's really good. They're experienced. I mean, I know I've been kind of the Miami fader all year, and this is you and you and you and Krabs. I mean, I, I feel like I actually came around against like and, and was a little better than Krabs was, but like this line is so short. <laughs> and like like Drake is experienced. They're def- they defend. 
They make shots. They got a really good point guard and Roman Penn, well coached. Like they're really good. I like Kent State. I think Kent State's going to beat Indiana. Like I know that's a pretty popular upset pick, but I don't really care. Like I, I've watched a lot of Indiana basketball this year. They are not very good. Um, I agree with you. They are heavily relying on Trace Jackson Davis. Kent State is an exceptional defensive team. They will have a good game plan. They are battle tested. This is a team that has played Houston and I think Gonzaga and played them extremely tight. Like there is no no fear in Kent State. They've got a great point guard and sincere carry. They are more than capable of winning that game. Um uh I love Texas AM. I think they're underseeded. I think they're undervalued. And I think the fact that they're gonna get Texas. If they beat Penn State, they're going to get Texas in the second round is a really good thing for Texas A&M. There will be no lack of motivation. Um, so I think A&M is plenty good enough to get all the way to the Elite Eight. I think they might be good enough to get to the Final Four. Um, what? I think A&M's got a really tough matchup in the first round. They, they do. So I, I, I think maybe they're good enough to go to the Final Four. I think they're going to lose in the first round, and I think you can get a really good. Everybody's yeah. talking about how A and M's underseeded, and they got to play Penn State, a team like A and M's not big. Like that's how you punish Penn State inside. A and M is is big. They are definitely big. They're they're like they are extremely physical. They're, they're physical. They're not big. Use Penn State on the glass. You don't think so? No. Abuse them. Penn State's going to shoot the lights out against them. Okay, that's fair. I don't think so. I think Mississippi State is a carbon copy to a team that has swept Penn State this year and didn't get invited to the NCAA tournament. Just saying. No. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. You think Marvel is a, a Maury? I think he's a little different, but he's very similar. I think they're I think they've got better guards, but they are they are they've got better guards. That's the difference. They've got better guards. They can get downhill and can make shots. They got and... better guards than Jalen Pickett. No, than Rutgers does. Wow. But I think that the Rutgers what Rutgers the problems Rutgers gave Penn State, I think are the same problems AM can give Penn State. Length and athleticism on the wings. And physicality. So I like Texas AM, but I it looks like we'll be head to head there. That's fine. That's okay. Um, what are you thinking about the the Iowa State Xavier ish there? Like that that little pocket pisses me off almost as much as the bottom of the of the uh, East region. The uh, so I, I I currently have Iowa State losing to the winner of Mississippi State Pitt. I like Mississippi State. Like that's a team I liked all year, but I think they lose to Pitt. And I think Pitt can beat Iowa State. Um, I, like, this is a really old team, really experienced team. I think they're happy they made the tournament. And I don't know about Capel, but I, you, you see teams like this make runs all the time. I, I Iowa State is not – I'm not sold on them. I'm not sold on Ottenberger. Um, they, to me, just got – like, now are all hyped up because they beat Baylor three times. Well, Baylor doesn't know how to figure out their matchup zone, <laughs> and Baylor doesn't guard. Yeah. Like, Did you see the rebounding difference in the last game? 
Iowa State out rebounded Baylor like forty four to seventeen. It was just like crazy. Well, Pitt or Mississippi State. I see. I I don't know if I could pick Mississippi State, but I guess I could. They're my team. I I think it's Pitt though. I think I think Pitt. Beats I agree. Them. I think Pitt has a better chance to beat Iowa State than Mississippi State does. Yeah. Um, and then. I, I kind of went chalk with Xavier, but I think Kennesaw State, like I watched the Kennesaw State Liberty game. Kennesaw State can play. Yeah. Xavier's, I, I've already bet Kennesaw State plus 11 and a half. A little foreshadowing for Wednesday night, but I'm not, I haven't taken them. I've been taking them. I, right now I have Xavier. They got, they got Youngblood, man. Like if you, if, if you got a starting guard named Youngblood, that's a team of dogs. They, they've all grown up together. Like and and like you shouldn't discount beating Liberty to get to this point. Like Liberty is oh, a Liberty is really good. Yeah. Like that really good, really well coached. Yeah. Like that's no joke. I I think Kennesaw State is more than capable of beating Xavier. Um I don't like any I don't like any of these I don't think either any of these five teams are good enough to play in the Sweet Sixteen. But yet one of them will find their way there. Yeah. I think that I don't know about Xavier. I have Xavier right now. I'm just going chalk. Yeah, me too. But I, I, I agree. I think it's maybe it's Iowa State. They yeah. played so many good teams this year. They defend. It's not Iowa State. Yeah, you think it's Pitt? It could be Pitt. It's not Mississippi State, though. Even though they're my team, that team sucks. They can't score. It's not Mississippi State. It's none of these teams. None of these teams are any good. It's Rutgers. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, are you taking Kent State over Indiana? I, clearly, you're not taking Drake over Miami. No, I'm, I mean, no, no, I'm definitely not doing that. I haven't yet. But yeah. it is it is definitely a under very heavy consideration. Um what is your sweet sixteen here right now, preliminary in the uh, Midwest? I have Houston, Miami, and Xavier, Texas. Okay. And you are Elite Eight? Houston, Texas. All right. Talk to me about Texas, because I am not in on Texas, and clearly you've got them. Going pretty far. Well, so I'm not in on Texas either. So then what the hell is going on here? Well, who are they playing? Why can't Penn State beat them? Because Penn State's a three-point dog in their first game. And I've already got plenty of other upsets. It's Texas and the Elite Eight by default? And kind of. I, I think Texas is such a good team. I just don't trust... The coaching. Yeah. Like, like if Chris Beard was here, I think I could see myself picking Texas to win it all. Yeah. Like, the, it, the team's built really well. They can score at every level. They defend at a really high level. I just worry about, like... Good guards. Yes. Could you get out-schemed at the end of a game? Which matters in months. I think they can get out schemed by every single coach that they might that they might run into. 
Like, I think Buzz Williams is a better coach. I think Micah Shrewsbury is a better coach. Colgate. Colgate's got a better coach. Has to. Has to have a better coach. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> um, Sean Miller. I mean, obviously, at Xavier. I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of good coaching in the in the field. I've got Drake. I got Drake over Miami. I've got Drake over Kent State. Like I got Drake in the Sweet Sixteen. That's my little. So yeah, Drake, Kent State. You gotta stop baiting Miami, man. <laughs> you know what? Miami made the run last year. They're not going to make the run this year. That's the way I feel. Yeah, that's the dumb way to feel. They're going to win by 14 points. I know it, but I've already bet Drake. I don't know. If Omir plays – so I, right now I have Houston. Yeah. And I, I, I Spoiler, but I have Houston winning it. Okay. If Omir plays, like, there's a lot of leverage you could get on Miami. Right there. But I, it's not – I'm not feeling confident picking with Omir. Um, also, just to go back to uh, – because – we just talked about this off air, but I feel like the listeners should know. Yeah. Um, for USC, the uh, they were talking about Kobe Johnson, the guard, as a as a late riser, uh, sophomore, good defender, and that's just another thing about that USC Michigan State. It's like you already have Boogie Ellis. Yep. You add Kobe Johnson there. Yep. And then you have whatever the hell his name is, that big man. Vince Iwachuku. Uh, like yeah. that's a good guards and a and a good big man in a in a kind of weak region down there. It's not a not a bad look. He's a game time decision too. Mm-hmm. What is what is the what is the the people's bracket doing with USC Michigan State? I feel like people's... Michigan State. So that's a decent. Decent edge, like that's the same as Missouri, Utah State. There's a lot of love for Marquette in this fucking region. No, Marquette's picked up. Like on CBS, almost everybody had Marquette um, in the Final Four. Recency bias. I'm in. I, I'm in for a USC Providence sweet. I mean, I could totally see that. I don't want Providence to go to the Elite Eight, though. You know what? I think we might have uncovered it. I'm not. I I'm think not... we did. I'm not lying. I think we might have uncovered it. Until, until Michigan State blows out USC, it goes to the Elite Eight. Five. But I know I, I actually I actually think USC might be the uh, like a really good play here with a lot of leverage. A lot of leverage. I mean, yeah. All right. Um, I'm with you. I have Houston going all all the way um, to the Final Four here. I have them over AM. I think AM is I think AM is a real deal. Watched him a lot. I like Buzz Williams. Palpable Buzz Williams. Uh, um, I just I think the part that I'm struggling with is what to do with the little mid that little mid region. Yeah. Because I think Kennesaw State could beat Xavier, but I, I think Xavier's the most likely of those teams to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Right now I have Xavier. I mean, I'm pretty chalk in this region. I have Mississippi State pit over Iowa State, and that is and Penn State over Texas, but those are the only or over A and M. Those are the only upsets I currently have. Kent State, Indiana is definitely on the docket, and I have Auburn over Iowa, but I'm thinking about switching to Iowa. 
Yeah, I'm going to stay with Auburn there. I think Auburn's just a better basketball team. I, I'm not impressed with Iowa. I haven't been impressed with them all season. I think Auburn's got a higher ceiling. I mean, Auburn's the type of team, though, they could lose to Iowa by 20 or they could beat Iowa and then show out and beat Houston. Like, there's – I don't know. I think Wendell Green is shooting them out of any game. What would you say? I think Wendell Green is going to shoot them out of any game. Yeah, he, he is – he's tough. He's – He's tough. It's 50-50 split on the people's bracket. I think being in Birmingham is a huge edge for Auburn. Um, I don't know. I took Auburn today. I I, actually, I, I don't want to get ahead. I'm for, doing too much foreshadowing. Um, all right. Um, that's the Midwest region. Right now we're both on Houston. But, Colin, you're saying that a healthy Norchad, if you get, if you get reports Wednesday night, Thursday morning on Norchad, you might be be switching the tune and having Miami go to the Final Four. Is that what you're saying? Certainly a possibility. I I think it's going to be hard to pull the trigger and not take Houston, but I think that's the opportunity. Let's go to the West. Um, Kansas, the one seed. UCLA, the two seed. Two teams that I've been pretty low on all season. Just saying. Uh. Our boys. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. Our bo- <laughs> That's why I think it's a weak region. Yeah, well, I mean, you 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 still think it's the second strongest region, right? It is definitely the second strongest region, but it's not the strongest in my opinion. I think it's the strongest, but yeah, keep going. Um, our boys TCU six seed, UConn four seed, dangerous four seed, Gonzaga dangerous three seed. It's a pretty strong fucking region. Yes, yes, very strong region. Illinois and Arkansas, eight nine matchup. That's a very that's a, that's a very scary. Matchup. Those teams suck. Neither of those teams is shit. In my opinion, that's not true. Your opinion is that Illinois is the most talented team in the Big Ten because you've said that like forty times. Yeah, but then I watched them this week against Penn State, and I'm like, this team don't want it. They're soft. They may be the most talented. They're also the softest. Or they just been waiting for this, or maybe they have been. I have Illinois in the Sweet Sixteen, so <laughs> look at that. <laughs> I think they, I think they're kind of built for the tournament. They're they're switchable. They're athletic, and I'm not high on Kansas. Matthew Mayer, yeah, Matthew Mayer, Coleman Hawkins, like T.J. Shannon. They're 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 they got some dude. Big man that can shoot is very big in the in the NCAA tournament. Yep, which they definitely do. They got they they don't have one. They have two of them. Um, because Coleman Hawkins is is yeah. There, I like Illinois. Um, I'm concerned about Illinois' ability to handle the basketball without um, like without really anything, without an experienced point guard against Arkansas's pressure. That's my biggest concern with Illinois. So, uh, Arkansas is my team. Like Illinois is your team. Yep. I think the winner of this game is going to the Sweet Sixteen. I agree. I agree. Which makes it a really tough game to pick. Um, because I, I think like yeah, Kansas is is good, but either of these teams at like peak can be better than Kansas easily. And you can get so much leverage there that you have to I feel like you have to take it and like I'm not gonna have Kansas pass the next round anyway. So right. why not? Right. I mean the, the reason why this is the strongest is because the 8-9 matchup's really good. 
St. Mary's is like insanely good metric wise. I very high on VCU. Yeah, VCU can beat definitely beat St. Mary's. Very very high on UConn. Of course. Very high on TCU. Of course. Gonzaga is like a very popular sleeper right now that I'm pretty high on. Yep. I've liked UCLA all year. Fuck them. They ain't shit. Jalen, Jalen Clark injury is tough now. That's that's the big issue. But I'm like I I still like UCLA, and then like Northwestern, they got players. So I I, I don't know. This is a it's a brutal region. What do you think of the St. Mary's VCU game? Um. I'm going I'm going to pick whichever team gives me the most leverage because I don't think the winner is getting past UConn. So interesting matchup, two very different teams. I think both are really good. I like VCU. I also like St. Mary's. I think Randy Bennett having four or five days to prepare for VCU's pressure is a really good thing. Like I think St. Mary's will have a really good game plan. But I saw the way St. Mary's struggled against pressure from gonzaga and like and that, BYU? yeah like that wasn't a good thing um like their ball handling really not but impressive. You, you, mike rhodes is a, is a is a is a very good coach too yes, i agree yeah i i got i got vcu yeah uh, I, I i feel pretty good about this one uh, i think metric wise st mary's has been inflated all year and you're good obviously like you're going to get more leverage here. But, I mean, VCU won the A-10. They won the A-10 regular season. They won the A-10 conference tournament. The A-10, even though it was had a down year, still has a lot of really talented teams. Like, Dayton has a ton of talent. St. Louis has a ton of talent. There's a lot of really talented teams. And to be that consistent all year, it's not a team I'd want to get as a 12 seed. And I kind of think St. Mary's is overseeded at five. This is the most popular 12-5 upset. Um, Not very surprised, but... Makes sense. Um, this and Charleston over San Diego State are both pretty similar. Uh, no, I agree. I, 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 I've I gone back and forth there. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to me because I think UConn is... I think UConn's a team to beat in the region. I own the first half. I mean, I, I own it can beat them for sure. I mean... Rick Pitino is a good coach. Obviously, he's one of the best of all time. They've got a really talented roster for the league they play in. Like they're they're battle tested. Like I'm not. There, there's. They, I mean, Iona's a single digit dog for a reason. However, like I have UConn winning winning the region. Like I have UConn in the Final Four, and UConn's excellent. So. I don't. I, I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> like I think UConn is is legit. Um, are you also in the same boat with UConn? I don't have UConn winning the region. Okay. Okay. But I do have them in the Elite Eight. Okay. Um, looking at the bottom half of the region, TCU. Where Where are you feeling? How do you feel about our Horn Frogs? So that's who I have one in the region. Do you? That is that's stone cold. I got them in, in the elite eight. 
Um, I feel like they could they could bow out to Gonzaga without. That's yeah. that's 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 the big story. Is I think if they lose, like Gonzaga could also get it. But like how I'm looking at it is, I think like UConn's got good guards. I think TC's got a little better guards. Um, I think you get a little more leverage on TCU, and um. I'm sold on UConn to an extent. Like, I, I do think they kind of pour it on teams because they play so physical and probably such a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> that they're a little bit, uh, they're a little inflated metric wise. Like, you know, you know, if they mess up when they're up 30, Hurley's still going to fucking whoop their ass. So they still got to, uh, they still got to keep playing. <laughs> Like I don't know. Marquette lost. Like how the fuck do they lose to this stupid ass Marquette team? They didn't make how does any... Marquette win the how does Marquette win the Big East, man? UConn didn't make any shots, that's what happened. That's what happened in that game. That can't happen. They don't really have a point guard. They don't. It's true. Which is which is a big issue in March Madness. Um, you have UCLA in the Sweet Sixteen. I'm I'm guessing. I do. do what do you think about? I do. I have in the Sweet Sixteen. What do you think about Boise Northwestern? I have Northwestern, but to be honest, I don't know that much about Boise. Okay. So you want to fill me in? Um, they don't pass the eye test. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like Boise. <laughs> what? What? I mean, Rutgers is a better basketball team than Boise State. Yeah, yeah. Tournament. I'm still taking Boise. I think they're I think it's a good spot um, for them. Travel wise, going to Sacramento, they got a nice little traveling fan base. They're they're not. I think they're they're built really well to beat Northwestern. They've got five guys on the floor that can shoot at all times. I think that's really important. Northwestern's great interior defense. They force turnovers. Boise State doesn't really turn the ball over. Leon Rice, a really good coach. They're great on defense. I think it's going to be a disgusting game, like in the low, like low scoring, like 54, 52. Like I took I, yeah, I, I took Boise State because I don't think Northwestern's any good. <laughs> I think Boise State can shoot the ball. Um, so Mom Boise, there. But to me, this region is all about UConn and TCU. Those are those are our teams. I I mean I'm not gonna not gonna change up now. I hate Kansas. I think Kansas is ass. I'm so excited to take. I mean, I took Illinois, but yeah, you know, Arkansas is my team, man. Yeah, Ar- I mean Arkansas can can do it too. So I'm not not surprised. All right, what's your final four is currently constructed? Duke, okay. TCU, Houston, Alabama. And your title is Houston-Alabama rematch? Yeah, with Houston winning it. Okay. What is yours? Right now, very subject to change. Baylor, Purdue, Houston, UConn, Houston over Baylor. Oh, uh, no. I know. I, I got I to gotta fix you gotta it. Get, you got to get Baylor out of there, man. 
You gotta get Baylor out of there. Like kryptonite. It's terrible. You gotta get rid of Baylor, man. Just because they won you that one time, like this is a different team. Live update on the pod: Houston over Purdue. Good. I mean, I guess not good. I'm going against you. Uh, keep Baylor in there. Mm. Dude, I don't know what to do with this. I I I I gotta really really sit with this a little bit more. Baylor's not. Baylor's losing to Creighton. As long as Creighton gets past NC State. Part of me is thinking about not taking any of these three seeds to win to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Is that crazy? I have one. I have Xavier, which is funny because I don't think Xavier's any good. Oh, yeah. TCU Gonzaga is a scary game. Why can't TCU and, and Iowa State switch places? I don't know. It, it, is is oh, Grand Canyon crazy? What, to take Grand Canyon over Gonzaga? Is that just like... I don't know enough about Grand Canyon, but there's there's a ton of leverage there. It's 93 to 7. Yeah, ton of leverage. Um, and, and, like, to be honest, I haven't followed Grand Canyon that much. I know they've been... Really good. Yeah. In the WAC, they like always had really good recruiting classes. But the WAC has been a really good conference all year. So it's been a um it, it's been a conference that I've been looking to back in March Madness. And it's like everybody's on Gonzaga. So like when I I, I, I listened to two podcasts today and both people we're talking about money line rollovers for Gonzaga to win it all. It's like everybody's back on Gonzaga. They had them co-favorites with UNC at the beginning of the season. Like, just because they beat St. Mary's. I mean, they can score. but Grand Canyon can really score, too. Just saying. The WAC is good. They won. New Mexico State beat UConn last year. Like there, there's some Utah Valley's good. There's a lot of really good teams in the WAC. Like Grand Canyon is battle tested, and I, I, they, I believe, don't don't quote me, but I, I believe they have like good talent. Beat Wyoming, mm. beat Montana State. Yeah, no, I mean they and they, they, I mean Nevada, they, like they played some good teams. Yeah. Yeah, lost to Loyola Marymount, like in a very close game, Loyola Marymount beat Gonzaga, right? Lost North Texas by two. North Texas is really good. Like, right? Is that? I mean, I mean, they beat Sam Houston State in the tournament. Oh, Udre Ogo is their big man. Interesting. Former Nebraska transfer. Interesting. Maybe. I think they can definitely hang with Gonzaga. That's for damn sure. Rashawn. Harrison, like, if good. Guard, this guy put up 31 in the championship game. Yeah. Five for seven from three. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. Like, it, it, it checks out. I don't know enough about the team, man. I'm going to have to take a serious look at that, especially if I'm going to stick with TCU in the next round. Yeah. That's got a lot of leverage, and the whack has just been a, I mean, just Grand. I mean, Grand Canyon, like Gonzaga, is not good on D. Like, 
I don't know, man. Grand Canyon could could shoot shoot the ball. Like they can shoot the ball. Yeah. Twenty-third three point percentage in Kempom and Gonzaga is two forty-eight defensively. Yeah. And they shoot a lot of them. Like Grand Canyon shoot them up. And they they don't they've got um like great shot quality. Like their rim and three rate is really, really good. So like they're not gonna like F around. Like they're taking threes or they're getting to the rim. They're they're good. They got really good shot quality on offense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I need to take a look at it. Um, all right. That's part one. Any final thoughts before we we wrap it up? On your bracket? Right through, head coach. Yeah. So you guys been around for a while, right? Valparaiso? Yeah. Done it before. He was at Vanderbilt. Those Valparaiso teams are good. Yep. Mm. Went to has been to four NCAA tournaments, but has never won an NCAA tournament game. 85% of the cash, 81% of the tickets. Spread has been sitting at 15. Yeah, the, no, the, the pick is the bet is gonna be Grand Canyon. But the pick I, might be good. Yeah. Maybe I mean you can get leverage on. If you're definitely taking TCU, then you can definitely get leverage on Grand Canyon. I have to look at that further, but it, it's don't they have like a great fan base? Like, isn't that like yes, a thing? They, they have a, they they have like the best fan base in. That's why I know about them. Denver. I've seen those like, videos of them going crazy at the home games. And how hard is it for them to travel to Denver? I don't know geographically, but it's all in the same area, isn't it? <laughs> right, Grand Canyon and Denver. Yeah, it is pretty right. close. Probably like one highway away from each other. You know, yeah. like two eighty seven north, something like that. There will be there will be a decent amount of Grand Canyon fans there. Maybe more than, maybe more than Gonzaga, and they're the underdog, so people will be rooting for them. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's part one. I'm picking Grand Canyon. You should. We we talked this through is, a lot of my, it. This is my this is my big uh big. Your mag, is your magnum opus? Yeah, like like Buffalo against Arizona. That was a big one for you. I don't. I don't know if you're gonna have the same result on this one. Just saying. Um, all right, hook and letter pod. That's NCAA tournament March Madness part one. We talked through the bracket. We're back in a couple days to give you all of our betting picks. Colin, good talking to you. Peace out. Yeah.